Welcome to the Convos with the CHO podcast. My name is Edwin Edebury, the Chief Happiness Officer with the I Am Happy Project and also the Happy Neighborhood Project. Folks, here is something that I totally believe, that every human being deserves to be happy. And the best way, folks, to spread happiness is for you, individual, to be happy. And that's what this is uh, designed to do. So I'm not going to take you too far into this. I want to bring our guest for today. And this is going to be exciting, folks, you know, for those of you that are going through some kind of challenges and, uh, and, and just to kind of know that there are some simple things you can do to kind of change that. Folks, this is a, a terrific guy that's taking a situation that could have put an average person down in the toilet and he's just makes something out of it. Carl Cattino, like Jonathan Living Seagull from the book by Richard Bach, Carl realized at a very early age that he didn't want to be merely hung with the flock. He didn't want to hang with the flock. For Carl, life is meant to be lived as an adventure. He wanted to discover the world, find out what it was capable of, bring new creations to life. Well, you're going to hear a little bit about Carl today. Carl, welcome to the call. Why, hello there. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Let, well, let's, let's dive into it. We try to make this thing powerful so that there's a lot of takeaway for those who get to listen to it right now or those who listen to it later because we put it on our YouTube channel so that people can get back to it and just refresh, okay? So here is what I want to start with. On the night of January 4, 2014, on a routine skill trip, this is something you've done before so many times, something happened that you are forever grateful for. Share that with us. <laughs> forever grateful for, yes. Uh, when it first happened, not necessarily in the first moment, but yeah, it was um, my last ski run of the evening. Now, I've been skiing since I was four years old. I can ski better than I can walk and talk, right? So no worries, no concerns. And so on the last run, I decided to go straight down the hill, and at the very bottom is this little jump. And so normally I'll go off of it, and I'll bend my knees so I don't go too high. Well, on this particular night, there was a sheet of ice underneath six inches of powder, and I didn't know. So when I went off the jump, I slipped, and it made my body push off, and I ended up 20 feet in the air, and I fell backwards onto my back under flat ice. So I wow. ended up breaking my shoulder, all my left ribs, punctured my lung, and I broke and dislocated my right hip. So <laughs> as I sat there or laid there in shock, uh, the ski patrol guys are checking me out, and they said, all right, uh, looks like you're going to need a, a helicopter to the hospital. Okay, all right. So while I was waiting for the helicopter, you know, of course I'm in trauma and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what's going on here? I, I, I don't know. But then a thought occurred to me. I talk about this thing called reframing all the time with my coaching clients. 
And the thought occurred to me, it's like, okay, here you go, Coach Carl. Here's an opportunity to retrain. It's time for you to take your own medicine, so to say, right? <laughs> yes, right. And, and I'm, I, I'm willing to play this game in my life because I need to find ways to find, you know, to work with whatever is going on in my life instead of fighting it. And so I decided, okay, let's reframe this here. Now, there's three questions that I like to ask myself. One is, what's, what, what's the opportunity here? What can I do with this? And what do I like about this? Now, <laughs> I myself a little crazy asking, what do I like about being in a ski accident? Uh, nothing, right? Um, but since I'm willing to play the game, and, and uh, uh, this is after my initial reaction, so whatever emotions I feel, any upset, any fear, I honor that. That's the first step, very important. So then I ask myself, okay, so what do I like about this? Well, while they were putting me into the helicopter, I thought, well, I always wanted to go on a helicopter ride. <laughs> so. Wow. Now, 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 let me kind of stop you there because people might be hearing this now. I think, okay, yeah, this, this, this is different, you know. And, and I want to kind of help to lay the stage. The only reason you could default to this kind of thinking is because you have been practicing this with other people, with your coaching students. If you have never done this before, this will be so far away from your head because you will be so in pain, you know, with your lung collapsing and you're not knowing what's going to happen next. I just want to kind of throw that in. The practice definitely play a role here. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, absolutely. It's really important. I'm a human being. I'm going to react however I'm going to react initially. So... But once I got into the game and, you know, the first thing I came up with is, yeah, I, I always wanted to be on a helicopter ride. And, you know, as I looked out that little window uh, while I was flying, you know, it helped set the tone a little bit for me, right? Yes. Now, the second thing I liked about it was, you know, the paramedics who were taking care of me, um, they were just helping me to feel comfortable. It's like, okay, I'm going to be all right here. And I was just really grateful that there were people like the paramedics here to take care of people in my type of situation, right? And so then when I got into the, uh, to the hospital, uh, I was there for about a month, and then I was in a wheelchair for a few months. But while I was in the hospital, I continued to build my list. And I think by the time I left the hospital, I had, a, I think, about 30 different things, uh, opportunities, and what do I like about this challenge I faced. And so another thing that I liked about the experience was that I had amazing doctors and nurses taking care of me, uh, helped me uh, to continue to feel like I'm being taken care of. Another thing I liked about it was that in physical therapy, which I did three hours every day, I was in the midst of the full spectrum of what people go through in life. And my heart went out to them. I had a deep sense of empathy and connection. And I was one of them, you know? So then my very favorite thing that I got out of the experience is that it woke me up out of any kind of complacency or taking my life for granted or my health for granted. You know, I had an Italian grandmother who used to always tell me, hey, Carla, if you got your health, you got everything, right? <laughs> and, yeah, she's right. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. So now, now you've gone through that. As a matter of fact, I think you were kind of awarded the happiest client that they've got, you know, the most positive, you know, yes. the period. Yeah. That, that, yes. was, that was awesome. Now, now, then you got home, okay. Now some kind of reality also setting. You start to get frustrated. Then what do you do? Yes. So the physical therapy, once I got out of the wheelchair, did not go as planned. Uh, it turns out that I've got a torn labrum in my hip that wasn't going to heal. I tore my rotator cuff in my good shoulder when my bad shoulder gave out during exercise. Plus, I have an autoimmune situation called BFS. And that's basically where my muscles, they twitch, they buzz, and they cramp. And I also have joints that get inflamed. So collectively, I was feeling uh, rather helpless, let me say. <laughs> so I thought to myself, all right, well, what can I do with this? And so I came up with this game for the next seven days, no matter what, no matter how I feel, no matter how tired I am, no matter how busy, I'm going to exercise every single day for a minimum of 30 minutes. So I did that for seven days. I said, okay, great. Let's do it for 30 so I did it for 30 every single day. Awesome. Let's do it for 90. So I did it for 90. And then I did another 90 and another 90. And today will be day 753 days in a row. Wow. Just from seven days. So, so you didn't say to yourself, I'm going to do 30 minutes every day for the rest of my life. You just say seven days, and then seven days gone, and then seven days, and then 30 days, and then 90 days. And, and now, now, Carl, as we kind of wind this down, because this is already tremendous, I hope people who are listening to this that are going through any kind of challenge, folks, the topic for this call is reframe and happiness. And I think you kind of got that already. Going from no to yes in any situation. Now, now Carl was a ski resort accident. What kind of situation are you going through? It doesn't even have to be that dramatic. It could be some small, tiny stuff that's going on with you and somebody in the office. You need to reframe your mind. It could be something between you and your spouse. It could be something between you and your children. It could be something between you and anybody else, folks. It could just be something within you. Now, Carl, help us as we kind of wind this down. What one thing someone can do Okay, that could take them into a yes in whatever situation that they are experiencing? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. So whatever's going on in my life, I have a, my reaction to it. And my reaction I bring into two categories. It's either a no, I don't like this, and I fight it, or yes, this is good, and I go along with it. So reframing is a way to get into the yes of whatever's going on. I'm not talking about liking, I'm not talking about accepting. I'm just talking about, you know, finding a way to work with whatever's going on. So the takeaway here is if you ask yourself whenever facing something that you don't like, to play the game of asking the question, all right, what is the opportunity here? What can I do with this? What can I create? And ultimately, what do I like about this here, you know? And when we do that, we can find a way to be empowered, to create new things in, in your life, and a new sense of momentum and clarity. Wow, that is awesome. Folks, this is Carl Cortino. 
Carl is one of our feature coaches. If you want to learn more about Carl and some of the other creative stuff that he's used not only to deal with his own situation, but to deal with his students that work with him on a daily basis, you know, go to the I Am Happy Project and check under the feature coaches. You will see Carl Cartino with his bio and a link to the website. Or you can go to the Happy Button app. If you have not downloaded the app yet, you, this is a good time for you to do it from your tablet or your iPhone or your, your Android phone. Just go to happybuttonapp.com and you say okay and you download it. And Carl is one of the feature coaches and his contact his information is there. Carl, I want to thank you, you know, so very much, you know, for this information that you've shared with us. I hope somebody is taking this or someone who gets to listen to this later knows that they have power over their situation, no matter what that situation is. And all I, I kind of gather from you is you just focus on the thing that is working for you, you know, and, and, and you kind of use that. So, Carl, I want to say thank you very much, you know, for sharing with us this morning. Okay episode is over every good thing has to come to an end please subscribe and leave a review on apple podcast it will mean a whole lot to me till next time stay happy